Hello there, and welcome to episode two of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me today <laughs> is my son. And you know what they say about sons. Oh, <laughs> right into it. <laughs> Hope is like the sun. Colin. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Glad to be back in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, first things first. I have a couple house cleaning things. We forgot to thank someone very important last episode um, for helping us out getting this going. And that person is Matt Frisbee. Frisbee. Oh. <laughs> and... Okay, Matt Frisbee. Yeah. And he very graciously did our artwork more than once mm -hmm. because because uh, the first time he did it, it was it's really pretty periwin periwinkle color. I can't talk today. Yikes. Jeez. The first time he did it, it was a very pretty periwinkle color. And I liked it, but it was too close to the same blurple color as the Rise of Skywalker logo that some people insist are blue, even though it's purple, <laughs> clearly. Um, so then I said, well, you know what? Let's make it, let's just go full purple. So it's kind of palpsy too, also, which I like, but it's also Raylo because it is definitively purple. Yes, like you're guys. not, you're not going to have anybody saying, eh, it's blue. No, it's not. It's purple. <laughs> So thanks, Matt. We owe you uh, copious amounts of Starbucks or what's that restaurant you guys go to all the time uh, on campus? Double Lincoln, Dogs? Oh, 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 Lincoln Station? Lincoln yeah, Station, either. Double Dogs, whatever you <laughs> Either want. or. Okay, so the second thing, I mentioned that we had uh, gone on Rise of the Resistance and that we recorded some audio right afterwards and that I was maybe going to post that somewhere, but, you know, slide it into an episode or something but I don't think I'm going to do that because this movie's coming out in six days and <laughs> oh man six days six days it is I keep losing track <laughs> I know it's very stressful you guys I have Star Wars stress hives <laughs> he's laughing but I honest to god have hives because I'm so nervous about this movie I haven't had these hives in probably mm, six years. Oh, geez. It's been years mm. since I've had this trouble come up. And it's always stress-related. <laughs> it's got to be Star Wars because I'm <laughs> having crying fits for no reason. I can't even... When John Williams... When the leaked John Williams um, music tracks appeared on the internet the other day, I didn't see the names of the titles or anything. It was just track, track one. one. Track yeah. two, track three. I burst into tears just seeing oh, that. I didn't know that. Just seeing it. Dang. Yeah, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm hoping this podcast is going to be somewhat therapeutic, so <laughs> making Colin record again uh, several times, maybe before, <laughs> before the movie comes out. Okay, so in other words, no Rise of Resistance audio. We freaked out. It's completely incoherent, mostly anyway, and very spoilery, yeah. which I didn't yeah. I didn't want to spoil it for anyone. So just trust me when I say is we were just in a daze and babbling. Yep. Okay, so let's get to the topic. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Hope is like the sun. S-O-N. Referring to? Uh, like the character? Yes. <laughs> 
Ben Solo. Ben Solo. Kylo Ren. I, you know, to know me is to know that I have fallen deeply for that character. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to get into, like, psych, you know, analyzing my own weirdness, why I think that is. Wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time we've talked about him on this, right? We didn't talk about him in the first episode. Mm, if we did, it was just like a brief little okay, something. Yeah, yeah, these people don't even know. <laughs> the I obsession. Mean, people know. <laughs> I guess, yeah, like, who's listening to this? I think people know, because if people are, if you're listening to this, you no doubt know me already, and it's, it's, yeah, it's most likely been, they already know, yeah. Never it's mind. been since that first uh, teaser trailer when I didn't know anything about him, I just saw the darkness and the lightsaber and oh yeah that was it yeah i was hooked but then the more but then when we found out he's the skywalker yeah by the way chris terrio agrees with me the man who wrote the movie with oh. jj <laughs> well stating flat out basically he is the skywalker of this mm-hmm. trilogy which seems like a no-brainer to me but for some reason there's a faction of fandom to just they're either in denial or they just... I No, that's the only reason. They're in denial. Man, that's like pure ethos, though. How can you deny that if it's coming from the writer? <laughs> well, no, that just that interview just happened recently. So I'm talking about since 2015, there are people that hate him so much oh, okay. that they just don't want him to be the Skywalker of the okay, trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Whether in... Rip practical for practical reasons or just in theory like they just aren't having it because they hate him so much okay but you know now we have chris terrio calling him the prince of alderaan so it's cool (laughs) my life is pretty good yeah where that goes where that's concerned so anyway we're going to talk about um ben solo and specifically his relationship with his mother leia um and why i think that is to me, it is possibly the, mm, I don't want to say the most important relationship in the sequel trilogy, Whoa! <laughs> but it's definitely up there in importance. And also, again, like, I think I have, <laughs> I think I have uh, my own psychology reasons why I find that to be extremely important. But first and foremost... For science, I watched oh. TFA and TLJ last oh. night. <laughs> okay. It's for science. I thought you were going to say, like, Nova or something. <laughs> like, actual science. No. But, you know. I did my own little study. Research. Research project. To count how many times the word, the, is it a, the correct name, is the correct terminology a homophone for a word that sounds the same even though it's spelled Ooh. different? I don't want to say yes or no. Is that right? I, I have not really heard that word used often, so I'm not really sure. But Well, maybe that's right. I don't know. But we're, I'm, I counted how many times someone said out loud either the word S-O-N or the word S-U-N. Right. It's like where and where and like yes. those, right? Okay, cool. Okay. So, Colin doesn't know mm-hmm. the answers. <laughs> how many times do you think that word in either... S-O-N form or S-U-N form was said out loud in both movies, like added together. So 
S-O-N and S-U-N additively. That's yes, in both right. in both films. Uh, okay. I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess The Last Jedi first. No, no, no. Add them together, like, as a total. Oh, both movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, oh, geez. Maybe, like... Maybe, like, 13, I would say. Because I really don't remember any in The Last Jedi. But I would guess if there is any, there's, like, one or two. Because I can't think of a single time, but I can think of, like, a bunch of times off the top of my head that where it said in Force Awakens. So... Nailed it. Is it? It's 13 times. Oh! <laughs> that I counted. Yes. You know, I'm a human. There's always room for error. But I counted oh. 13, 13 times. We need a soundboard. Round of applause for Yeah. Me. Yay. <laughs> nice job. Did you cheat? You. Did you no. see this paper? Not at all. But how many is it used in The Last Jedi? Um... Okay, well that's where that's where it breaks down. Oh, it is okay. very very significantly different. Okay. Between the two films. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's way less, right? It's way less. It's way less. Okay. But it's not zero because I It's not zero. I just I remember the word being spoken at least once, maybe no more than twice by a certain character, but I can't see it in my head who's saying do it. Do you want to guess or do you want me to tell you? I'll guess. Okay. I'm going to guess one. No. More <sighs> than that. Is it way more than that? It's not way more than that, but it's more than that. Well, way more ratio speaking within the number. It's of not 13. way more than that. Okay. Two. It's more. Than that. Dang it! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let me just tell you. Yeah, I was okay, the breakdown is. Uh, let me count to make sure I'm not lying. Okay, ten times in Force Awakens. Oh, okay, three times. Three really? times in the Last Jedi. Snoke says it. He says um, it at least once. Let me think. Well, okay. S-O-N is twice. S-U-N is once in Last Jedi. Oh. And the S-U-N in TLJ. <laughs> I'm using a lot of letters. Yeah, it's all good. That's the important one. That's the... Oh! <gasps> hope is oh. like the sun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. That's the big one, in my opinion, because that's that. the one where... what's the? Oh, I should have written it down, the whole quote. Let me see if I can get it right. Okay. Hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it, when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Yeah. Mm. Ryan that's Johnson. the one... I know, Ryan Johnson. Come on, man. Come I know. On. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but that's the one where I was like... Replace S-U-N with S-O-N. Like, that is what she's saying mm. Leia says all the time. Like, she says it enough that Poe, it finishes the quote for her. Mm-hmm. Like, she must say it all the time. Right. But she's, you know, you think she's saying S-U-N, which she probably is really saying S-U-N, but metaphorically, because, <laughs> yeah. me- you know, again, let's make shirts. Yeah. Metaphorically, <laughs> she's talking about her son. Because right. he's okay, gone, yeah. she can't see him. I pick up that vibe. <sighs> I have a question. It's heartbreaking. Yes. Are there any other homophones used in TLJ? Uh, what do you mean? I'm wondering if he, if Ryan Johnson, intentionally understood that when he wrote that, 
And if there's evidence of other homophones, then it's very evident. That I he was think it's that. Uh, there's no question that that's what he meant because okay. it's Ryan Johnson. I know. I d- for some reason I always just feel like like I that type of thing is like you're really nitpicking about, about something. But... I wouldn't say that about any uh, any writer, but right. with okay. him, it's absolutely yeah I would the say case. So. And the fact that she's saying Leia always used to say. Yeah. You know. That's fair. She connects it to Leia. Like, why would it be Leia saying that? I see what you're saying. But I just, it's just, it's, it is. Okay. What Continue. I bet any amount of money. Okay. Okay. So, so let's go back to Force Awakens, though, where it's spoken ten times. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was a lot, but I never expected ten times. Yeah, it's like, a little excessive. <laughs> that really, really threw me. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that. Am I counting my little hash marks wrong? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not good with math. We all know this. Oof. But no. Um, S-O-N, we have seven okay. S-O-Ns. And three S-U-Ns in The Force Awakens. Okay. And there are other vis- more like visuals. Of right, of course. Referring to an, an S-U-N. Yes. Plenty. And there's plenty. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, you just said before we were recording, you were like, well, what's a obvious sun? And you see it through the whole movie, and it's very... Uh, you. We just talked about it. Is it the, the sun of the Starkiller's second up? No. The First oh. Order's... Oh, that's oh yeah, symbol. Of course. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that was a big deal when I said that, but <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty it's big deal example. in my opinion. It's a pretty big deal because right. it's okay. I mean, it depends on if you're looking at the negative space or the positive space. But that, but that, even in that, even in this idea, right. positive space and negative space, you could toy with that. You could think about that from the lens of looking at it from the perspective of like the sun. Right, and just. This movie's already got this word in it ten times, so to me that means that was on purpose. Or, or so wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but the symbol, the first order symbol, the outside is red, the inside is black. You know what? I see different color combinations. That's not constant. Oh, I was gonna say because that could be like a an exact parallel to like what the first order is trying to do in that movie, where they're literally trying to get rid of a sun. <laughs> like I feel like sometimes it's black and red, sometimes it's red and white and black like it's different so you combos okay yeah. but you see what i'm saying like the lack of a sun is exactly what their symbol is yeah and initially you know when i first saw the movie that's what i was like oh it's a it's us the either depending on which way you look at it it's either a sun or it's teeth ring of teeth yeah <laughs> like little sharp pointies but Either way, like like you're saying, Starkiller Base, what's what is Starkiller Base doing? Mm-hmm. It's sucking the light from a sun. Yeah. To destroy, and you know, do whatever Snoke decides he wants to do that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, he's he's using Ben Solo's mm-hmm. power to destroy good stuff that is cool yeah it's real cool and then you know the symbol is the sun yeah one other thing that is more of a reach probably (laughs) but i did notice it at some point not that long ago force awakens in force awakens yeah okay is 
in the interrogation scene. Okay. If you look, like, there is a definite lighting choice in that scene yeah. where the top half of the room is red and the bottom half is blue. Yeah. So it's their colors, you know, Ray and sure. Kylo. Yeah, it's, like, everywhere. But if you look at the ceiling, the actual... Oh, dang it. I'm not going to be able to visualize that. You're not, but trust me, it's there. If you look at the ceiling, it is... Um, it looks like the rays of a sun. Like, there's a central thing in the middle and then... The, just oh, lines cool. radiating out from that center. It does look like a sun. Cool. Okay. Don't know if that was necessarily a choice that they made or just because it looked cool, but it does look like a sun. And it's over both of them. Right. You know, it's just... I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if it's intentional or not. You know? I guess it doesn't. Yeah. But I just, you know, like I said, for science, I was, I was just yeah. looking for any... <laughs> science any appearance of anything that looked like a sun or a star or anything like that cool so there's that and then there's you know actual sunsets going on and <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> actual that suns. gorgeous shot of the tie fighters flying uh, yeah. out of the sun that's good it's like my favorite <laughs> shot of the whole movie that's yeah, really good yeah um so yeah. yeah so that's force awakens Lots of sun going on. True. Force Awakens. It's like a main plot point almost. It almost is. When you start <laughs> looking for it, you realize how often that's being said and shown to you. Right. So in TLJ, like, again, not as not as much of it, but the one quote is just, it's heartbreaking. And it, it connects, it connects Leia to her son right. with the, you know, they're talking about hope. They're talking about that the sun is gone but you know it's going to be up in the morning and it's going to be there for you in the end there's a lot of talk also about be, there being a spark though they talk about this idea of a spark versus True. like a sun maybe Do, have you thought about this because like if we're looking at the last jedi as being kind of this like kind of like paralleling the template of empire strikes back in the way that the empire is kind of the controlling factor in that movie you know what i mean right mm -hmm. like the bad guys are kind of winning at that point i think it's kind of cool if you look at it with that lens with last jedi and there's talk there's talk of this spark happening or the spark that exists with mm -hmm. the resistance and how there's like barely anything left which is like kind of interesting i don't know that just like that popped in my head it's interesting and I'm trying to remember now because there were two SONs and I cannot remember. In the movie? Yeah. Who says SON, son? <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I should have written it down. Is Luke oh, oh, it's like one of them is Leia. I know my son is gone. At the end when Luke comes to see her. Ah, uh, yes. yes. And he says no one's ever, no one's ever really gone. So the That's moment right. she's lost hope. Mm -hmm. That her son is gone mm -hmm. and not coming back. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You'll see. Let me lift you up here. Yeah. And says, no one's ever really gone. So he's basically reiterating her statement about hope is like the sun in just different words. Right. Um, okay. Cool. So that was my little science project. <laughs> yeah. Very scientific. Yeah, I mean... And I, you know, it's torture watching those two movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but still, like, I I was kind of shocked that it was 13. That seems like a lot to hmm. me. Okay, so um, let's talk about this in the within the frame of Ben Demption. 
because I think that's a big part. Uh, that is my number one concern. More than Raylo, more than oh, p- characters, right. um, other than other than Ben living or dying. Like, oh jeez. <laughs> The only two people I just really need to make it out of this movie alive are Ray and Ben. I, everyone else <laughs> is expendable, <laughs> I guess, because to Come me, on, it's, man. to me, it's all about them. BB-8. Nope, I'd sacrifice them all. The Falcon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because I don't know. Like you always say, the Falcon is kind of a representation of his dad. It's gone. Which to me means it's not gone because... Oh, but... Okay, we're not okay, going to get yeah, into that right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're talking about... Following it up. Continue, please. Ben and Leia. Yeah. The focus. Okay. Okay, so within the frame of Ben Demption, she is... You know, Ray, yes important in that in that whole scheme of things but because there is so many there are so many missing mothers in star wars in general so many (laughs) and just not only missing mothers but like not unhappy relationships you know what i mean just unfulfilled maternal relationships with kids so that you know there are exceptions but in the skywalker family it's just like can we just please have a healthy mother-son relationship just just like one (laughs) that would be great i'm not saying it's going to be healthy because sadly and i i'll never not be devastated about this that carrie's passing Uh, we're not gonna get the real story that they wanted to tell yeah. I mean, J.J. saying that the footage that they used got the story across that they wanted to tell, but it's still not going to be the same as if, you know, they have a... Well, I don't know. Who knows what's in this movie? Hmm. Maybe I'll be shocked and surprised yeah. that there is a reunion I'm at, of some hey, kind. They have, they have some pretty insane technology, so <laughs> I don't know, man, but... I, I'm scared to even hope for that. No, no, no. Don't hope for it, but just, I would say, don't think that it is 100% an impossibility. It, I'm in a glass case of emotion about it. I can't hope that that's going to happen, because if mm. I even hope for one second, and it Wait, doesn't... you think like they're going to be in the same room together? Uh, well, have you seen the trailers? No, but is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's, oh, what, okay, I, okay. that's what I would want. Like, I would want a full reunion between right. mother and son and i you That'd know be crazy <laughs> i just don't i can't dare to hope for it hmm. so i'm not but um ideally i think that's probably what would have happened you know what i mean right oh yeah totally and carrie and i passed away i would i would only assume because there's just there's so much that could be such an interesting encounter between those two, two those two those two characters in the end you know but whatever i just like i said i just i need leia to have a moment of happiness the woman has suffered mm. enough and that's why when people are like no he's evil he's been offered every chance ah, yeah. he's turned everything down he's done all these things 
I personally can let that go because I just, I want her to have a moment of, you know, having her family with her and not be suffering anymore. Yeah, she's never really had that. She's she's lost everything. Yeah. She's lost everything. Every person, her planet, Uh, her job. (laughs) Her planet. Her job, her life's work. Yeah. Gone. Um, the respect of the Senate. Yeah. Like everything. Her husband, her child, her parents, both sets, real parents and adopted. Like, yeah. The woman has nothing left. Yeah. So, and she even says that in TLJ, you Mm -hmm. know, to Holdo. I can't take anymore. And she's like, sure you can. Like, can she? Because <laughs> I, uh, why are you making her deal with more loss? Yeah, Hold on. That's that. not cool. I don't know about that. So anyway, I just, you know, when people are like, no, 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 he's evil. Like, what about Leia? Mm. Why are you trying to make her suffer some more? Like, <laughs> think about it from a maternal, like a mother's point of view. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Like, that is the way that I look at it and always have. But, um, you know, I'm, and I don't mean to, like, minimize Han's role as a father and everything. But I think the fact remains that Leia was the force sensitive in the family. Mm, right. And, you know, I just think that that's something that Han just could never wrap his brain around, I guess. That their son mm. is a very powerful person can i jet in yeah i mean he says in the force awakens that like all it's all real you know that's mm-hmm. that scene wouldn't you say that that is him saying that he acknowledges that it's all real and understands no i totally do think that but look the way that he delivers that line it's almost like uh a, a a recent realization i guess <laughs> yeah know? i guess yeah you know what i mean like that's a big moment for him to stand there and say that Mm-hmm. That yeah. it's real. But I think... He even chuckles a little bit when he says it. It's just the look on his face is kind of like, I can't believe I'm saying this. And it's a big deal for me to say this, but it is real. Yeah, okay. Well, but, you know, again, it's like... The, she identified with that part of her son that Han could never identify with. Mm-hmm. He's He's a bit of an outsider in this relationship. Because he just doesn't get it. Even if he believes that it's happening, he's, it's still like, okay, but I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, yeah. He can believe it without really getting it and understanding it, I guess is my point. Yeah, I mean, anyone can do that. <laughs> can so he's always like a bit that. of an outsider. Yeah. That's why I kind of think that the relationship with Leia and Ben is, um, I don't want to say more important, but well, it's... More central to his development, maybe. Okay, can I ask another question? Yeah. But Leia doesn't really understand the Force, does she? Uh, Would you say she does? Because from uh, what I've seen from the movies, not really. Not really. Not to the extent, like, Luke understands. Yeah. Probably. But, um, yeah, that's interesting because... She probably feels somewhat about her own force sensitivity the same way that Ben feels about his. Mm. Yeah. Because if there's something that I'm sure of, it is that Ben Solo has 
always been misunderstood yeah. by, by his parents, by his uncle, by himself, his own misunderstanding True. of himself. And I think that's a big part of why he falls, because he never had a grasp on what the heck yeah. was going on within himself. Mm-hmm. And again, like part of that is because he did have this dark streak. They say it in a book. Like, I forget what, I never remember which book says what. But <laughs> in a book. There's a book. There's, there's one a book. book. If I guess, I'm going to guess wrong. There's um, one of the novels where Leia can feel she's pregnant with Ben. And she can feel the force already Whoa. within her <laughs> child. Oh, man. What and, would that feel like? <laughs> and what she sees is extremely bright light and i almost can quote it it's extremely bright light shot through with very dark darkness what that's what it's <laughs> really yeah okay she's it's she's remembering like what it was like to be pregnant with him or just oh. kind of remembering about him okay i thought it was like did this actually happen <laughs> no it did actually happen like there was light she could sense that her yeah, son... That's my point. Like, it didn't actually... There was no actual light going, like, No, no, no. I'm talking about the force. I know, but it sounded like how you said it. Anyway. <laughs> no. Okay, so uh, extremely bright light shot through with dark darkness. So, um, And then I think it goes on to say, like, this is partially why... Um, he was uh, focused on by powers that she had no control over, mm-hmm. i.e. Snoke or even Palps now, who knows. Right. She could tell some something was watching her child mm-hmm. because of how special he was, I guess. Okay. In the Force. So... Can I parallel that exact thing you just said to something else that you'll enjoy? I don't know. It better not be what I want to talk about later. Legion. Oh, Legion. Okay. You know sure. what I'm talking about? No, I don't. That wasn't that, what I... The whole sequence when, like, David... Sorry, guys. If you haven't watched Legion, uh, it's an amazing show. Uh, if seasons. you haven't watched Legion, stop listening to this yeah. right now and go watch Legion. Yes. Art. It's that good. Um, You know that whole sequence when, like, David... David is either... I forget if he's just born or if the mother is still pregnant with David in the third season. No, Not that many spoilers, but... um. Oh, yeah, do I, don't say any spoilers. Yeah, how do I say this without spoilers? You, The idea of there being an entity. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's like exactly. Exactly. Like, this is what you're saying. Yeah, that okay, is yeah. how Leia, yeah. Leia knew something was yeah. targeting her child. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My no, brain just no, like, that actually, to that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, go watch Legion. Yeah. Shout out. Anyway, so she knew this was happening and didn't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. And and like the whole concept of she was afraid, he Han was afraid, and Luke eventually became afraid. Oh yeah. of him being another Vader, basically. Mhm. And they never dealt with the fear. They tried to deal with it. They thought they were dealing with it. But she flat out says I lost him when I sent him away. Like that mm-hmm. was the that was a mistake. Yeah. And she admits it. And Han left, you know, he didn't 
He, they were just all so, so, so afraid of his quote-unquote specialness, I think, with having this dark side that, I mean, you know, <laughs> Luke was afraid of yeah. the dark side. Like, he was not teaching him to accept and deal with his darkness. He was probably teaching him, no, 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 like... Bottle it up. <laughs> well, just, you know, like when we were watching Empire Strikes Back recently... And Yoda literally, like, Luke's like, but why can't I? And Yoda's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there is no, no more why. questions will I answer. There is no why. No more questions will I answer today. Like, it was a complete shutdown. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about the dark side. Just, just, we're not. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and you know, Yoda saw all that happen with Anakin. So he was probably like, ooh, this is Anakin's kid. I cannot let that happen to Anakin's kids. So, yeah, I know. I know it's tragic, but can I ask a question though? I was going to ask a question when you said that Leia's mistake was sending her him off. Yeah. What do you think should have been done? I guess. Okay, I'm gonna remember that you asked that because I think that applies to what I want to talk about. Oh, okay, 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 cool. So anyway, we have yet another, if not physically missing at least fearful and and i think she was physically missing a lot because you know she's starting up a new galactic senate yeah she's a busy working she's busy mom and you know like i think i told you in another book like they leave him with a babysitter a a robot (laughs) why am i saying robot they leave him with a droid and the droid malfunctions and <laughs> practically kills him. Like oh, it was. Man. <laughs> like, why are they putting that stuff in books? Yeah. You know? That just seems so random unless it's intentional. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously, it's intentional. They're trying to show us that this kid um, was not getting what he specifically needed to have a healthy um, upbringing. Right. Every kid is different, you know? And. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about something that I'm going to try not to cry and get all emotional. Bro, if this is what I think it is about. It it is, Colin. I don't know how I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) You don't need to talk about it. Just sit there. Okay. You can be like, I remember that. That sucked. You can Uh, chime in. Okay. Okay, Okay, so I am pretty sure that the reason I am so invested in Ben Solo's redemption is because I see him as a misunderstood child. Mm. And I identify with Leia struggling to make the right choices <laughs> for her child. I'm sorry, because I'm laughing. <laughs> luckily for me, I wasn't starting a new Galactic Senate. Senate. Mm. I was True. able to quit my job and mm. stay home after I had you. Right. But here's where the similarities start up because uh from a very early age i saw there was something special about you Mm. (laughs) you cannot sit here and laugh the whole time i'm sorry i'm sorry it's okay silence i'm I'm good or or nothing i'm good (laughs) no laughing i'm muting he's muting so (laughs) don't laugh at me this is real i'm sorry i'm sorry this is real talk i understand go ahead so very young, I, I saw that there was something special going on. Didn't know until later that it was, like, music and intellect, necessarily. But I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and I babysat them a lot. 
So I had a general idea, even though you were my firstborn kid, I had a general idea of what babies act like and toddlers act like and how they play and how they react and la la la. And generally speaking, there were just a lot of different things about you. So (laughs) things were different. Cool things. Cool things. But also like... Let's make this very clear. Good things. Good things, but there were also bad things that went along with the cool things. All right. Behavioral things that a lot of parents and teachers would, it would raise an eyebrow. So, you know, I don't know if you remember, I took you to some child psychologists. They did some testing. I was actually at one point concerned about autism, but you passed the social part of that test with flying colors. And so they're like, oh no, it's definitely not autism. Plus you were very, you were verbal enough that it wasn't that. But um, there were still issues. This is like my child therapist? This was probably, you don't even remember. You were probably so young when I started this process. This wasn't the thing that we like went to that was like by the pump it up. Oh, that was occupational therapy. Yeah. Oh. Because later... There's a physical thing, too. Later in the process, once they, you know, for sure said, oh, this is, there are sensory process, processing issues. Um, That's what the occupational therapy was for. Ah. But without going into details about what a lot of your issues were. (laughs) um, Yes, please. (laughs) Just in general, um, hyperactivity, ADHD, sensory processing disorder, um, and later on, anxiety and um, some depression. So you had some stuff going on. Sure. <laughs> so, again, I was I was fortunate enough that I could stay home and raise you, and I kind of, I started researching as soon as I started noticing things. For science? <laughs> for, for definite science. <laughs> I started researching, like, what are these behaviors in, like, a two-year-old child mean? Because it's not something that I had seen before in any of my nieces and nephews. Mm. Anyway. So you get to preschool, three or four years old, and it was probably not two weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> before the teacher is like, mm, can we talk about Colin? Oh. And of course I knew what was coming because, you know, man, I just I was knew. roasted as a four-year-old. Well, that's what I'm saying. Come on, man. It was a it was a basic misunderstanding of who you are and what your behaviors were because at that point, you know, they were like, "We can't have this disruption in the classroom." Mm. And I would be like, "Well, I don't know what you want me to do about it. He's four, <laughs> yeah. you know." Yeah. Um. So I felt like you were just very misunderstood. And as you got older and got into higher and higher grades, the teachers became more worse. <laughs> and more, un, you know, completely. I'm not saying they were all bad, but. Oh, but there were times. There were a couple that were <laughs> lovely and really, really lovely people and understood when I talked to them and they were, they felt for you. Like, yeah. And were very understanding. But there were others that, you know were just downright mean about it sometimes. Like putting tape on my fingers and I was like... Yeah, it's bad. It was, it got bad. (laughs) Can't talk about that, but... But then as all this is happening, at the same time, I'm seeing this musicianship from just, you know, 
that was just a God-given gift. It was obvious. Your first piano teacher refused to believe that I had never taken you for piano lessons the jeans. before. The jeans. I know it's jeans, but it's also just you're freaking talented. Okay. So, and <laughs> you were very smart. Like, they couldn't ever complain about your grades because you got straight A's all the time. That's right. But there's the, there's the breakdown. Like, they didn't understand that how can a kid this smart and talented be acting like this in class and not understand that it's disruptive? And I'm just like, because that's who he is. And if you don't understand that, and you're not going to believe me when I say that is just who he is, if you're not going to accept it, and you're just going to harp on the bad parts, I can't tolerate that. Like, it was just not okay. Right. So... Thankfully, by the time you got out of grade school and junior high and got to high school, (laughs) you know, some of the behaviors had you'd grown out of. And then um, the the teachers at your high school just appreciated you a lot more, just your intellect and your and your musicianship skills. But that three year old preschool all the way through eighth grade was not fun at times and a large portion of my life (laughs) so it was and yeah you still have issues like relating to other people because you're just different you're just a different type of person yeah and sometimes people don't like that sometimes people gravitate towards it it's ben solo like that is what (laughs) i see in ben solo i you are my ben solo that is why i am so invested in his redemption because he has been fundamentally misunderstood not only by you know his uncle but his parents Mm -hmm. and not only did they misunderstand him in my opinion they actually were afraid of him yeah because he had this power that like why do you think leia sent him away because she was fearful that she was screwing him up yeah and what better place to send him than to her brother who is the jedi master of all jedi masters at that time yeah who had conquered, who had gotten their father to turn back to the light side, like, what yeah. better hands could he be in, I you mean, know? But, that, but that's what I'm saying, like, that seems like the logical answer. It does seem like so the logical answer. So my question is, like, what would have been better? I'd, I'd still, because we've had this conversation before, off, off, off mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've talked about it, but we've never talked about what should have been done. And I wonder what should have been done. Because mm-hmm. either way... I think it would have been bad. That's the thing. Because if Snoke was already attached to him at such a young age... Well, we don't know exactly what was going on. And we don't know that it was Snoke. It could have been Palps. Like, we just don't know. That's I thought you said it was a book that said that. Well, it says that she felt something was targeting her child. Okay. Okay, well... A dark energy. Whatever whatever it may be, the dark energy, maybe not specifically Snoke, but it was attached nonetheless, and... I feel like it would You're thinking of it a little bit too much like Legion. I don't think it was attached to him. I think it was watching and targeting and waiting for the the right moment to strike. Okay. I.e. in his hut with his uncle standing over him with a lightsaber. That's the right moment to strike. (laughs) Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So anyway, this is why I'm so invested. Okay. <laughs> I see you in Ben Solo. I hope I don't seem like the type of person to, like, kill people. Well, obviously not. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I just, I see the same struggle. I see him oh. 
having the specialness about him that no one understood and therefore they made all the wrong choices because they just were not <laughs> understanding who he was and what he would was capable of doing like positively doing you know what i mean yeah yeah and then you know what do they do they lie on top of all that they lie to him and don't tell him who he is and who his oh. grandfather was oh oh right right yeah so That's not only is he feeling fundamentally misunderstood by the people he should be able to trust the most, mm-hmm. but then they lie. You talking and about me? No. <laughs> you aren't there are no surprise grandfathers in your lineage. <laughs> okay. I'm just Well, if you're saying you're seeing me and Ben solo, then I, the similarity stops there. <laughs> okay. And, Can and I say something also really funny there? Yeah. Is that, so like when I carry around the Kylo Ren lightsaber. Do you have, like, a weird, like... No, you're reading way too much of <laughs> Okay, I just think it's funny, but... <laughs> I have to make a joke just about it, or... I'm yeah. saying, emotionally, I am invested... I understand. ...in Ben Solo's redemption, because I don't think he was dealt a fair... De- I, a a yeah. fair hand by yeah. even the people that he should have been able to trust the most. Mm-hmm. Who, um, you know... Like, again, like, she thought she was doing the right thing by sending him away, probably. But really... So juicy, man. All these decisions were fear-based. Okay, I'm also thinking of something else. What? So, a lot of people, like you were saying before, a lot of people just, like, hate, like, Kylo Ren. Like, Mm -hmm. they just hate him. I think it's interesting that the, the the opening scene of Force Awakens makes you not like him. No one in the theater is gonna be, like... I like this. He's going to be redeemed. Like, immediately. Of, you could guess. Of course. But you were led to believe that he is evil. Because he just, like, summons his his commanding guardsmen to kill an entire village of people. Like, men, women, and children. And you're like, okay, this dude is whack. But then, I don't remember the first moment when you might have an intuition of being like, oh, okay, there's something going on here. Probably when, like, Leia and Han are talking. Well, no, when he's... When he's meditating on Vader's mask and says, I'm feeling pulled to the light. Like, that was the moment I was like, oh, oh okay, yeah, this interesting. is interesting. Okay, but what I'm saying is, like, I think opening up that movie like that sticks with people. I don't know. I've kind of just been wondering all this time, like, why are people having such a hard time understanding, like, that... Like, there's this potential for redemption, you know what I mean? Because I think people are even refusing that there's a potential... Like, I think people are just like, right? They blame him for things he didn't even do. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But why, though? You'd have, you have to ask, like, why? And I, I, that's my big question. Like, I, I don't really care that people refuse it. Because it's not me. I'm I'm the one who matters when I watch a movie. I know. It's but just I irritating. I wonder why. Like, it's so interesting to me. And I know we don't need to talk about it because that's, like, a long conversation, I feel well, like. Well, no. We're, I mean, we're talking about the sun. He's the sun. And Ben Demption being the goal here. And I guess. And him coming back to his family. Yeah. Hopefully. It's also interesting that Leia is spoken about in, like, two minutes into the movie. Exactly, yeah. Which is interesting. It's just... But they... That was an absolute... how she's royalty, and then he comes out with, like, a lightsaber and butchers that dude who says she's royalty. Yeah, and you don't even know that she's his mother at that point. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. See, that's good. See, JJ. It is good. (laughs) It is good, and also they had to open with him doing something horrible yeah because that just offers like a very good uh well 
Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Narratively, you you have to start with him being bad. Yeah, I guess. You got to give him some place to go. Otherwise, that's not interesting. So, from the bottom. So, yeah, I mean, that was a conscious choice to make him look like a horrible villain. Mm. And then, you know, obviously, killing Han is most people's hang up with him Uh, getting redeemed. Yeah. But, um. (sighs) Such surface level. And I don't know, like, I struggle with that too. Like it's like that. That's bad. But dude, like again, it's not his fault though. Well, it is his fault. There's no question. Uh, it's his fault. He did it. Okay. He made the okay. choice. Okay. But okay. um, there's a dude I follow on Twitter who's uh very intelligent. His name's uh, Alex Kane, and he tweeted recently that you know you can. You can hate him for killing Han Solo. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I don't remember exactly what the tweet was. But the the gist of it was, you can hate him for killing Han Solo. But the fact remains that we've all been on that catwalk and done something bad Mm. to someone we love. Okay. Yes, this is on a galactic, dramatic scale. But it's Star Wars. That's cool. That's facts. And honestly... That's the that's another thing that's totally fascinating about this character that people will whatever kind of gross baggage you've got that you're la- dragging around with you I think he's he's a test of um how you feel about that because if like again like I look at him and I see a misunderstood child because I'm the parent of a misunderstood child mm. and I feel empathy for him other people who may have had really horrible things happen to them look at him and you know maybe in their own journey of forgiveness they are at a point where they're like that person will never get my forgiveness because they hurt me so deeply and they look at him and they project that and then they're like i hate him he needs to die bloody you know what i mean it's it's like uh absolutely fascinating like like you know the painting where it's just a blank canvas on the wall and people look at it with different perspectives because their life steers them to look at it he's a rorschach a test yeah, yeah i've talked about that That's with several people he is a rorschach test and whatever whatever stuff you have inside of you star wars man star wars and star ben solo wars. kylo so ren good. i mean he has two names That. That's true. He has two names. One of them is the name of a hero mm-hmm. and a hero. Yeah, that's ben true. Solo. <laughs> that's true. The other one is a name that he chose, some I harsh guess. Harsh consonants. Some... Either he chose it or Snoke chose it for him. Either way, it's... Yeah. Even though Ren means Lotus. Well, there's something. brothers of... There's Knights <laughs> of Ren, so I think like he's a... Well, yeah, but we don't even really know, like, how he got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really know, but that's clearly, like, a more aggressive name and more of a villainous Well, and it's his than... persona. It's, like, yeah. his... It's his... Uh, you know... What I was just talking about today. Oh, um... <laughs> anima. It's, like, uh, the yes. bad side. See, man, we keep... He's got his good side and he's got his bad side. We keep touching on philosophy and I'm so... I just want to get into it, man. That's going to be a good one. We can that's do that. That's gonna be a good one. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. But that's uh, we got six days I to guess, get through I all guess, of our theories and all this stuff. So okay. Bottom lining it, he's obviously got to make a choice. Yeah. 
He's got to choose for his own redemption. Ray cannot redeem him. Leia cannot redeem him. He's got to make the choice. And as anybody who has ever done anything bad, like all of us, like Alex says, whatever your killing your father on a catwalk happens to be, <laughs> whatever that is, <laughs> okay, you may not have even at nineteen, you may not have even experienced doing anything so awful to someone else that you love that you have to pull yourself back up out of that pit to yeah. apologize and accept the responsibility right and and make a change you know make a change and make a choice okay to do better but if you think of it on the huge dramatic scale of literally killing your father <laughs> yes how hard is that gonna be to face your mother mm-hmm. to face the yourself. woman to face yourself <laughs> mostly yeah. to face the woman that you might be in love with possibly mm-hmm. like this is just he's a galactic hero everyone knows who han solo is mm-hmm. and he murdered him and it's his dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> dang how hard would it be to come back from that so hard Tough. impossibly hard mm-hmm. but that's the story of star wars like it's you got that's the story. There's always hope. No one's ever really gone. Mm-hmm. He just has to take that step in the right direction and keep going. Right. And so that's another reason why I don't want him to die. Yeah. Because I think it would just be odd if he died. I would feel uncomfortable if he died. Straight up. In the theater, I would just be like, oh. like I have a moment of, I'm so disappointed, you know? <laughs> I feel like the only people that don't expect him to die are the hardcore stands that love him because well, what do you expect okay there's a difference between what i want and what i expect oh oh okay i don't want him to die i think that's i don't know i just think a it's repetitive and yes i know star wars rhymes and that's part of it <laughs> but i think if the whole point of his story is to be a reverse story of anakin mm-hmm. then he needs to live out his redemption he needs to Hero's make, journey. Yeah, he needs to go and make a difference for the positive and not just die and get to be a force ghost. Like Yeah. To me, that's gonna be unsatisfying on yeah. some level. Yeah. I just I would understand why they'd make that choice. Because again, he did kill Han Solo. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's a tough one. But but you know, my own my own feelings are uh, i just don't want to see that i want to see him live out this redemption and there are cases in star wars where there has been redemption and the person goes on to live that out not a lot of them Wait, like name one callus in rebels which you are not that familiar oh, wait, oh with. yeah yeah of course of course yeah, yeah 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 you do remember that yeah not only does he live prospers he prospers <laughs> he like goes off with his boyfriend and goes and lives a fun peaceful life with the people that he persecuted yeah <laughs> and thought he committed genocide against like mm-hmm. that was i was taken aback it's a like, big saul moment right there i just kind of clutched my pearls like wow wow <laughs> that's really clutched nothing i've seen in star wars before that mm-hmm. to that degree yeah um but then there's like the rogue one ending 
type of way to do it. <laughs> and then there's the Ventress way to do it. There's the Ventress way to and do it. And there's the Anakin way to do it. Yeah, but do you think they're going to, like... I guess this is a bigger question. Do you think they're going to remain... They're going to stay with this idea of using cookie-cutter templates that they've been establishing with these other movies, or do you think they're going to choose to take the leap of faith and establish something that's new I, for this character? I honestly... I feel it deep down. <laughs> okay. And because of the fact that JJ has made statements to the effect that he was effing bold in his choices for this movie. Yeah, I've seen about that. I've, I've read about I that. I feel it kind of deep down that he's going to live. Just take the leap, man. That it's going to be different this time. That yeah. they're going to set the balance and it's going to stick this time. Yeah. Because part of the reason I feel it didn't stick was because Anakin died. Right, okay. And he didn't go on to make amends with Leia. Leia had nothing to do with him. Like, she didn't talk to him. She didn't see the redemption. She didn't feel it. Right. All she had to go by was Luke coming back being like, oh, yeah, by the way, dad's redeemed. Woo! Like, (laughs) she's probably just like, "Uh, are you kidding? He tortured me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. You know? Yeah. She didn't deal with her fear. He didn't deal with his fear in the end. Because 30 years later, it came back to bite him in the butt. So, mm-hmm. okay. and Han probably didn't either. So, I feel like it's not going to work. Like, it's just got to be different this time. Sure. He's got to be there. He's got to be... That'd be refreshing. I think so, too. But then I just... <laughs> I let people tell me repeatedly, and so many people say, nope, I'm all for redemption, but he's going to have to pay the ultimate price for it. But and why, though? Because that's just the way it works most of the time, okay, even in Star okay, Wars. Okay, okay, but, like, <laughs> there's no rule to say that that is the case. There is no rule. In, I mean... No, there is no. There is no rule. It's... Okay. There's no rule, but it's the majority of the time that's what happens because because people feel like, well, you can't have done all these things and killed your father and just get to live your life now. Like that's not okay. Here's here's the thing. But they did with Callus, and nobody had a fit about it. I that I will say. Every I didn't hear one person complaining about Callus having a happy ending. Okay. Okay. Whatever. My point is, if we are. We haven't talked about this yet, but my mother and I both believe that the entire arc of Star Wars and the entire story is supposed to resemble just a really convoluted hero's journey. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later, the whole idea of hero's journey. We might bring it up a little later in detail. But, um, I mean, if we're talking about, like, how this is going to... If this is going to be a hero's journey, he has to live. If we're going to put rules to it, that but is Anakin what it didn't. is. Yeah, because it's propelling. That's not the end of a hero's journey. That's not the... Like, that's not the end. I don't, and of course that's the prequels, right? Or are you talking about in like episode six? Yeah. How he dies. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he, if George Lucas was just choosing not to settle this idea, or if he had an intuition that maybe one day it will be renewed and really finished the way that like Campbell would like say it would be finished. Sorry. Well, because what? Luke was the the hero's journey of the original trilogy. Okay. Okay, but okay. So again, though, like, and that came first. So. So then Luke is living. Yeah. You're seeing. You see Luke, prospering. Yes. That's it. You even hear about how he like starts his own like, Jedi training, 
right? In the sequel trilogy, he's training Padawans. Apparently, afterwards, he started training people. Like, that's even, like, this whole idea of, like, self-actualization, and he achieves something in the end of his journey, and he's, like, teaching others. It's, like, cookie-cutter hero's journey. I know, but then what happens? The sequel trilogy happens. It all goes bad. Right, which is really cool, and I think that that's just a twist on the hero's journey. But, like, it's not, like, they're completely abandoning that. Like, there's still trials, there's still mentors... And it's interesting that the hero of the previous story is the mentor almost Mm -hmm. in the sequel trilogy, but with Rey and, you know, there's even a dark mentor. It's ring theory. There's even a dark... You're talking, you're talking ring theory right now. Okay, whatever. Like, like, ring theory, like, I don't know, what the heck. It's very complicated, you'd have to read it, I probably could Oh, okay, okay, okay. But is this, is that like a form of a, like an arc to a story type of thing? Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, if I'm singing with the hero's journey thing... There has to be, there not, not necessarily has to be redemption, but there has to be self-actualization. And I think that there's like a, I don't know if those two things are the same thing, but I think in order for that to happen, for self-actualization to happen in Star Wars, they gotta live. Like, I don't want to see a force ghost. Yeah, but okay, what, what people say to that is, well, raise the hero. Okay, but if we're talking about Kylo Ren right now being the hero, that's what I'm saying. If we are going to look at this this way, I know, but a lot you of have people to don't look at it that, that way. A lot of people don't believe it. They believe that Rey is the hero of this trilogy. Oh, and the thing and is And she's die. on the hero's journey or heroine's journey, depending upon what you think. Right. Believe. So they, I'd say heroine's journey. they completely disregard him and say, no, it's not his Why story. Why can't it happen with both of them? Well, it, it, I believe it is. Okay. But I'm talking about... There's no rules. <laughs> There's no rules. That's what I'm saying. Every, people just want like, to I'm decide not, rules. And... Okay. I'm not saying there's rules. I'm just saying, narratively speaking, when you have a villain who is redeemed in the end, they have that has to be bought and paid for. In other words, someone has to pay the price for that. Whether it's the person themselves somebody else somehow that demands some sort of um, payment. I can't think of any other way to describe it. So like Anakin turned back but he had done so much wrong that he had to pay for that with his own death. Ventress, same thing. She had done so much wrong misunderstood most of her life was not her fault it just was not her fault she was kicked around and had a lot of stuff go wrong and ended up you know getting basically sold off not sold off but can i say something before i forget i know i'll forget if you continue what but in in what you're saying don't you think he's paying for it by being alive (laughs) yes i do okay i do Oh, but but like it, but that's obvious. Like you it's see him in Last Jedi, I, miserable. Trust me when I say, I interact with a lot of people online, <sighs> and a large number of people don't care that he was misunderstood. They think these this whole neglect thing is nonsense. The whole abuse thing with Snoke, who cares? He made the choice to be with him. Like they have zero empathy for this man. Well. They have guess, zero empathy. Okay, I hear you. I guess I will Because of it. their baggage and their projection. This will never reach an end, so I will just say that it is an art piece, and you can interpret it however you want. Of course you <laughs> I'm can. I'm check out. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. And I don't want to get people to hate me, so... No one's going to hate you. I'm just... 
I'm just saying you wouldn't believe the number of people I interact with who just either, like I said, either they hate him and they have zero empathy or they do have empathy and they want him to be redeemed, but he's gonna, he's gonna have to die. Okay. After that. Hmm. I don't think so, he's dying, man. <laughs> again, I, I'm afraid to hope. We could talk about, like, what will happen to Ray, but I feel like... Because I actually am curious. Because we talk about Kylo Ren so much, but I well, am also I mean, curious. Like, I very much love her. I want to know. But I feel real safe with her. You know what I mean? I feel like... She ain't, like... Dying. There's nothing... In the end, she's going to be fine. Yeah. I think it's, so. He's the one. That's true. Yeah, there's a little bit of... Yeah, it's hard to tell with him. Plus the fact I'm not afraid to admit that... I'm, he's, like, again, he's Han and Leia's child. He's the Skywalker. He's the living legacy of this entire 42 years. Yep. He's the last one. Yeah. And I don't want to see him die. Like, I don't feel like that is a hopeful ending to this, the the collective trauma of this entire family Mm -hmm. and how are you going to end it with Leia dying and her son dying? Yeah, see, like, it just... Okay, also, this is something else that I was thinking of. Because we hear a lot of it in, like, interviews and what the directors themselves have said um, and how, like, they're really paying attention to, like, the narrative. You hear this word narrative come up, like, they're really staying close to the narrative or how is this... We're thinking about how this serves the narrative, but, Mm -hmm. like... I guess this is kind of like my art, my like musical, like composer y mentality coming out. But like, I think it's interesting to see how, you know, modern art, if we're looking at modern art, a lot of art today is very not narrative based. Like, in fact, I think a lot of people try to stay away from having this idea of like having a piece of art, of work driven by a story or a narrative. That's something that I tackle, actually, personally, in how to create art that does not tell a story but is in itself something you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i guess that's what i mean when i say i want them to take the leap of faith i kind of want to see them deny the narrative like i want to see yeah but this okay. kind of like cataclysm of events happen that serves the purpose of the ending and whatever the ending may be i know what you're gonna say whatever the ending may be like i also think the leap of faith. I just think I just think that that would be super cool <laughs> for me to see, and I know that a lot of people. The other problem, of course, they're facing is you got us like please, people. You know what I mean? I think the majority of people would rather not see them just kind of abandon what's been set up for like you've said this amount of years. Which is what? Um, this idea of like, like following this this the template. That's what I'm saying. Him dying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that it's two sides to the coin. The one side is he dies and then we see it as rhyming. Yeah. And the other side of the coin, though, is um, the opposite of that. If If he is purposefully on a path that is the opposite of Anakin's then his end needs to be the opposite of Anakin's. Like, right? Right? Yeah. So, um, but it also has to do with, do you view him as as a villain? Like a true villain yeah. or not? Because, again, look at Vader. He was the villain of that trilogy. Mm-hmm. And until there was Palps paying a along. price. 
until Pops came along, he was the big bad. Yeah. And people, it just all comes back to killing Han. If he hadn't have killed Han Solo, I don't think that I don't think there would be such a call for him to die. Mm. I think that was the, and there are theories. There are theories that about what that I can't really get on board with. That he's alive? That he's no going way. to come back. Not that oh. he's alive, but he's going <laughs> to oh, come man. back and that's how this is going to be settled. Oh my gosh, dude. I haven't even considered that. Yeah, I don't I struggle with that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I struggle with that one. Because you know, I have this thing about fake deaths in the Marvel in MCU just bother me. And you so, know what could be interesting though? What? Is if he goes into the Falcon. Like, Ben Solo goes into the Falcon. And? Something happens. Like, I, I feel like he hasn't been in it re- yet. Re- no. So, do you think... I guess... Okay, sorry. I think this is, like, stemming from a, uh, my question. Do you think that he will be? That he'll go into the Falcon? I do think he will. Ooh. Dude, that would be so cool. There are... There are... Multiple theories about that. That either he will... Theories. Sacrifice himself in the Falcon... And die. Or he will, whatever he, whatever big redemptive act that he does, he will be, like, flying the Falcon when he does it. Do you think he'll fly it? I don't know. Oh, man. Again, in a a perfect world, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You will, you will have to pull out the, uh. How have I not considered that? What are those things called? The paddles? The defibrillators? (laughs) The defibrillators. If that boy gets behind (laughs) that. Oh, my God. That would be cool, man. You'll have to scrape me off Chewie's sitting next to him. Oh, my God. I can't. Yeah. I can't let myself go there. Yeah. I'll get more hives. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually crazy. I can't believe I haven't considered that. Yeah, anyway. there are theories that... And, um, and then Solo's theme starts playing. Like, Solo. That would be weird, but interesting well uh, and that's the other reason why i didn't listen to the tracks the john williams dude, tracks because i would man. if i would have heard something that sounded like solo like anything redemptive i i don't want to know i just don't want to know dude. i don't want to know <sighs> see that's something i i i know i have a feeling people are gonna be like colin you're just whack but um, I I just want to know about the music, man. <laughs> like no, the six beautiful days. Thing, you only have to wait six days. The it's beautiful thing coming about that soundtrack. No one, there's no conflict about the music, man. It's true. Everyone <laughs> everyone agrees. acknowledges that the music is amazing. That is true. <laughs> and that's super cool. And I am so excited. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. I'm, I'm so out, but... I know we're. You have to expect it from him because that's his, yep. like his life's work yep. basically is inspired by the man. Yep. So, in closing, oh, all right. Do we feel like? <laughs> how do we feel? I mean, you know how I feel. <laughs> I, why are we even closing with this? Because it's just Leia and Han deserve to have their son come home the end like i don't care what he's done like that's the thing i tell people i don't care (laughs) okay it is a mythological story Mm -hmm. of space opera (laughs) yes you know (laughs) and again 
I'm not projecting all my gross BS onto him. I'm feeling empathy. Mm -hmm. I think that's just... that's the line in the sand on which side you're on, I guess, depends on how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. Whether you feel empathy or whether you're projecting um, your own trauma, yeah. basically, onto mm-hmm. him. I just, I really, so many layers. <laughs> I really need him to live. All right. I need him to live. Well. There will be disappointment. Okay. I, mean, I yeah, won't be angry. I'll be disappointed if he dies. I won't be angry. I won't write a petition. Okay. But there's going to be some deep disappointment. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, like how I'll feel. How, like how do, how will you feel? Okay. Let's just like tick the boxes. How will you feel if he's not redeemed? If he's not redeemed, I would be okay with that because I would understand what the writers were thinking. They're thinking Ray is on the path of that redemption and on the path of understanding herself and you know the whole heroine's journey so i would i would be totally on board for that i would understand i guess like what i what i think how the way i think and what will please me if when i see this movie if if i understand their thought processes yeah what that happens. helps me too if i can intellectually understand why yeah. they made the choices that they made and same with everyone who ever will watch or look at any piece of art like you know like you want to understand like it only makes it that much better of an experience i'll still you know be I mean? crushed don't get me wrong I'll right if he's not redeemed i don't know specifically stated if he's not redeemed i'll just be kind of sitting there like all right that's it <laughs> i'll be crushed okay well i understand next but next. not angry yeah okay next question <laughs> um the boxes if he dies how do you feel if he dies i'll be disappointed you'll be more disappointed if he dies than if he doesn't get redeemed yes. i don't even understand that process the- well, if he dies, that is almost a cop-out to me. To me. Like, if like, they're going to go the step to redeem him, in other words, they then he better live. Is that your attitude? Yeah, like, okay. you know what I mean? Because you're saying earlier, he, you can be redeemed by dying in these movies. So it's like, I don't want that. I want it to be send. Like, I want to send it. I want him to be living his life. Like, I want to see that. Me too. So, yeah. So badly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question. Uh, do you want the Falcon to blow up? <laughs> that is not the question. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Ben Solo. <laughs> okay. Or Kylo Ren. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. Well, interesting. You don't care as much as if he's redeemed as you do... But don't get me wrong. If he dies. I would love if he was redeemed, though. I would think it was. It would be super Okay, cool. but you'll be more upset. Not upset, but you'll be more disappointed. Perturbed. If- Yes. If he is redeemed and dies, then if he just isn't redeemed at all. Yes. Because everyone dies in these movies, man. (laughs) I will be. Everyone dies. I will be equally crushed in either scenario. Would you agree though? Everyone dies. I do agree, and I again, this is a story about hope. Yeah, man. And redemption. I don't know. I don't. Well, I do. And balance. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to achieve here in the end, because the Force's point of view uh, is the only point of view that matters in Star Wars. Uh, yes. Hashtag. Episode two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got to do another episode on that. That's probably next. Which is an interesting thing to talk about, to add, in that balance is kind of the trajectory of this story. Mm -hmm. Because, like, the opposite of light. Light is dark. The opposite of life is death. So you could, I guess, fit in the idea that if he dies, 
technically he's contributing himself to the balance of the force if you want to look at it that way but i would be super i would also this is this goes in saying i would be super impressed <laughs> if he's successfully redeemed and he survives i would be like this dude is like whoever was behind this genius genius you know what i mean because every narrative is like that every, every all of philosophy is like that this idea of like balancing life complemented by death that's it like you know what i mean mm-hmm. polarities right mm-hmm. if someone figures out a way <laughs> to like get through that you know hashtag i have figured out a way but you? that's going to be later on our, oh. our theories episode, which we're probably going to record oh. the day before we oh, see this man. movie. I don't think I can record the day before I see We're going to have to because we got <laughs> six days and we got to get these theories down I'm not going to be in the right mind. <laughs> It'll be fine. Okay. But I have a way for that All to right. happen. Well, if you impress and me. You know my theory. Like, you I'm know, inti- like, don't say because we'll talk about it later. But you know what my theory is. Anyway. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about you have a lot of theories. I do have a lot of theories. That's <laughs> why we have to do an episode on theories. Okay. Um, but I think the next episode is probably going to be talking about how the point of view of the Force is the only point of view in Star Wars that really matters. Okay. And specifically what that point of view is regarding the original trilogy. Is mm-hmm. there a point of view other than good guys are good and bad guys are bad? Is my mom insane? Or... <laughs> Just kidding. Little bit of insanity, never hurt anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's wrap this up and let's give out our info. Sure. Um, on Twitter, you can tweet. Well, not right now because I'm <laughs> avoiding Twitter since right. that new trailer came out and someone told me, oh my God, don't go on Twitter. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Because stuff was shown that I don't want to see. Okay. Yikes. But, you know, I may check the account just for kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at Unknown Pod on Twitter, and my personal account is at Frey Adjacent. We have an email, unknownregionspod <laughs> at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin with two L's, underscore MJ, underscore Whitlick. And we both have personal accounts on Facebook if you want to reach out and say hey, and don't yell at me for being Raylo <laughs> or Vendemption <laughs> positive. <laughs> And yeah, you can yell at Colin. Like, oh no, 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 please! To... <laughs> I feel like my thoughts just just a just a, a disclaimer. I feel like my some of my thoughts may be a little radical sometimes. No, guys. they're not. Uh, Trust me, I mean, I'm out there in the wild, wild. I understand. West, but you haven't seen. But I haven't been, so maybe my thoughts are a little radical. No, but I'm looking at, when I hear you say things that you think are radical. I'm like, oh, sweet summer child. That's nothing. <laughs> That's okay. nothing compared to what is okay. going on out there. So don't worry. Okay. All right. Okay, so I guess that's it for episode number two. Hey, Colin. Hey, Mom. See you around, kid. See ya. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.